Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yoganmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Hello? Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Reflections 2010. This is your host, Donna Freeman, coming to you live from St. Albert, Alberta, Canada. And today our guest is Esther Eckhart. Hello, Esther. Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm doing great. Yourself? I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you. Looking forward and how to are this. things are in Ireland? In Ireland, things are great. At the moment, um, Ireland is um, dealing with huge coldness. which so It's not used to it, so it's interesting. You know, the roads aren't used to it. There's no, um, pe- yeah, people are stuck in their houses. The water is frozen. It's it's an interesting, yeah, time that way. But um, <laughs> besides the whole, obviously, um, recession and budgeting going on, but uh, <laughs> no, but we have um, around me everything is good. Oh, that's wonderful! I'm glad. Yeah. I hope that uh, hope that the cold snap breaks and that you guys can have a wonderful holiday. But we'll Absolutely. get to all of those good things. Yeah, no, it's so, it's great if you if you're without water, for example, for a few days, and then suddenly the water starts flowing again, and you can have a shower. You're very grateful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. So you are quite the YouTube yoga sensation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How often do I answer that? <laughs> when you first started, did you ever expect the kind of success you've seen? No, I didn't. Well, I was hoping for it. Um, it started out. Um, it started out actually. I think I was in a some in a retreat, and um, I've been thinking for a while. You know, because I live on a mountain, and it's really really in the middle of nowhere and obviously you know there's no big city close by so it's all countryside um i was still really full with my studio but my studio is also not that big i can only take about 10 people and um but i had waiting lists and all that kind of thing so i i was already thinking for a while i'd love to reach a wider audience than just you know what was here at that time and um in a meditation retreat i kind of some this idea came of you know, go out on the web and see how it goes. And um, and from there, it sort of happened. I talked to my husband about it, and he thought it was a wonderful idea. And I talked to some friends about it, and, and they all wanted to support it with you know, helping me out with the website and all that kind of thing. And then I loaded up my first YouTube video, and, well, it started off with hundreds of views, but really, really quickly that went up a lot. And um, no, I had, you know, you don't, you hope for it, but you don't know, and 
you just do it, and then suddenly it takes flight. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a wonderful feeling. I remember being in France on a holiday and going to YouTube to check something, and I was on the main page. They were featuring one of the videos, and that I, I think that helped it going. But it was yeah, it was a, it was like oh wow, look at that. So that was yes. that was good. Just yeah. opportunities and good timing and karma coming yeah, together. I think so. It's just it just goes the way it goes, isn't it? It's just um, yeah, you 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 influence only so much in life, and some things just happen. And exactly. this was one of them. <laughs> And we're enjoying it a lot. We, we um, yeah, it really, it's, it's. I think one of the most rewarding things are the people that come back to you and let you know, you know, how much it helps them, or even with personal comments and personal questions that I react to, and just giving them a little bit of guidance and helping them to see, you know, things is is very rewarding. It's great. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that's what it's all about. Those personal connections. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. Which of your videos has surprised you the most with its the hits or the comments or something? Like you don't you, sometimes you throw videos out there and you like or whatever, but then one of them just connects. So yeah. which one is one of those connecting ones? It was really funny because I mean, there's two that stood out. There's there's um, you know, me being really serious about all the yoga that I'm doing and the messages that I'm trying to get out there and then a lot of people started asking me questions about what you eat and all that kind of stuff so I opened my fridge one day didn't prepare anything for that video we just I just said to Buzz look come into the kitchen we'll open the fridge and okay I'll give people a little look in my fridge and it was just you know it was to my idea it was a funny one but that really got going you know people lots of comments and people loving it and I was so (laughs) surprised it was just funny and uh, I can understand it too. You know, you just, you know, if you admire someone or you're following someone, or you, you, you do. I have to say, I want to know a little bit more about that person. And obviously, food isn't a very important part of yoga as well. So it makes sense. But I didn't expect it. It was very um, unexpected um, that it went. You know, that it took off so much. Yeah, and then you there were was just another... doing it on a lark. Sorry. You were just doing it on a lark. You know, let's yeah. just open the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally opened the fridge. And um, so I thought, after, you know, it's funny with these things. Afterwards, you think, oh, if I would have known that, I would have, you know, put it, did it a little bit more mindfully and put a little bit more attention to it. But yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now I'm going to have to go search that one out. <laughs> yeah. No. And it, <laughs> it well, there's just literally me telling telling people what's in my fridge <laughs> and mm. giving them a little bit of advice of what I eat and how I do it and stuff. But it's, you know, it's common sense. There's nothing to it. <laughs> But um, yeah, that was fun. And then there was also the, the sort of the one with the cat. That um, yeah, well, the, that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit. <laughs> exactly. And I was in the, in the beginning. I was like, oh, I'm not going to put that out there, you know. But of course you do because it's funny and it's nice to sort of give that to people too. So yeah. So that was, yeah. that one went very well as well. <laughs> yeah, the killer yoga cat is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, those were the two kind of odd ones out that really do well. Yeah. Yeah. So what is one of the bigger challenges that you've had um, that has come with having this type of success? And how do you meet that challenge? Um, well, I think one of the bigger challenges is the amount of work that came with it, um, especially reacting to all the emails and the questions and 
um, the, the, the amount of computer work, which obviously I'm, you know, I'm a yoga teacher and you do your thing on the computer, but now suddenly a big part of my life is computers, so <laughs> that was an interesting one to get used to. And um, also, I suppose when you go out there, you become vulnerable to what people think, you know, to what people find uh, good, mm-hmm. what they don't like, uh, what they do like, how, you know, and that can be challenging at times, the, the reactions of people. And at the same time, I love it because it also keeps me humble and it forces me to, um, yeah, to not take things personal and to realize that, I mean, I'm a firm believer that in the end there is no truth and there is no wrong is just what is and everybody's got their own set of beliefs and their own views from childhood and um, are stuck in it and from there they react and that has usually nothing well it has nothing to do with the person they react to and um, it forces me to keep you know to keep um, stay close to that belief and that knowledge and um, not to take things too personal as well when people really, really like you and as well when people don't like you so much. It's both ways. You don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to boost your ego too much and you don't want them to. So it's 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 good practice to to stay humble and to be with what is. And also when when there's critic, um, is that the right way of saying it? When, people, when someone is critical to, <laughs> to see, to, to allow them to be right, then they are right. I mean, everything in the end. It's what I'm saying. Nothing is true, and everything is true. It's all. It's both. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, not to get personal. Not to not to take it personal. Yeah. But that's also how I'm coping with that. And um, yeah, making sure I take time out. Making sure sometimes I just turn the computer off. And making sure I I I love silence. I mean, that's also why I live on top of a mountain. So I am. There's a lot of silence around me and. Um, when I'm home alone and my husband works during the daytime and I don't work, I there's nothing. There's I just you know there's no radio, no TV, no computer. There's just me and silence, and I love that. And that does and that that grounds me. That keeps me going. And I've always had that, even as a child. I needed that space. And even living in Amsterdam as a student, I would just lock myself up in my home and just be quiet and just be with that. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think that's the the main thing. Yes, silence can speak to us on a very um, fundamental level. Absolutely, and it just it's just there for you. It's like the it's a presence that I can relax in, and I can be, and I feel um, supported in that space. And also, things come to me, you know, insights and knowing and. If you if I am stuck in something, then if I go to that space, you know I I feel my way through it, and then I come to silence again. So that's um, yeah, that's what I do. That's what keeps me going. That yeah. sounds lovely. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a space that I would really recommend to everybody to be in yeah, regularly as much as possible. And then bringing it into your daily life. <laughs> there is the challenge. There's the challenge, exactly. There's the challenge, yeah, exactly. But I'm, you know, I'm doing it. I'm trying to, as many times through the day, just just forget about everything and be with my breath or just even listening to people, but being with my breath comes first. 
and you still hear what they say, but it's just to find that that silence again, that space inside yourself, and um, not to be too caught up in everything that happens around you. I think is yeah is what I'm always going back to if I feel too frazzled or when I feel too many pulls or when I feel my you know I call it my films, my movies start popping up and they start telling me all sorts of things that part of me realizes is not true and it's just my old habits my old things popping back up to grab me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then I go back to my breath and I let it be and I look at it and find the silence again the difficult the difficult skill you have to revisit it again and again yeah oh absolutely yeah and you have to revisit it again and again because if you you know when when I started this when I when I became more I suppose more mindful and uh, more conscious I sometimes got to a place where I thought well that's great now I'm there now I can relax now I don't have to do that all anymore now I don't have to sit and meditate and listen to myself and you know do use my tools and work and but then you know a week later you're back to where you started mm-hmm. you have to stay with it you have to stay with it till maybe one day you don't but at this stage in my life i have to stay with it absolutely but it's becoming natural so it's okay now you know it's this thing that i do automatically where i go back yes. to yeah mm-hmm. Your husband's your cameraman, right? Yeah. How did you two meet? Um, Well, I was three, (laughs) and I was born in Nigeria. My father had a hospital there, and um, we lived there for about two and a half years, and then when we came back, we met my husband's family. So his father organized um, some sort of a project for us in Nigeria to um, come up with a water uh, pump, how do you call it? Okay, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, source of water for the people there. So they were actually uh, there on the airport welcoming us back. And okay, now so you have to explain where back is, because back is back in Ireland. Yes, back yeah. to Holland. <laughs> back to Holland. And so um, our parents were friends. So Bus was, um, yeah, we met when I was three. And, you know, we, our families hung out a lot with each other. And I think in during the teenage years, we didn't see each other for a good while, and then there's sometimes years in between where we didn't see each other, but then we met again about 11 years ago, when I was 26, and um, and then we got into a relationship. <laughs> so, but but we, um, yeah, I mean, he spent St. Nicholas with us, which is a Dutch tradition. I don't know if that's, mm-hmm. do you have yes. it in the States? Um, we we don't, but I grew up with a girl who's who was um, Dutch by yeah. birth, yeah. and so she, I, I'm familiar with Saint Nicholas. Yes, yes, exactly. So that's he would spend Saint Nicholas with us a lot, you know, or um, come for the holidays, or just yeah. So we we knew each other very well. That was nice. Yeah. So that's how we met, and together, and when we met again when I was 26, then we. Um, we sort of went very quick. We went to Ireland together on a holiday, and then we decided to um, see if we could live there, and we did. Within a year, we didn't even live together, and we immigrated to Ireland together, and you know, moved into mm-hmm. a home. So, <laughs> interesting times. You think your relationship is rock solid, and then years later, you look back and you think, Ooh. 
you know, we had to really grow into it, and mm-hmm. we did. And at that time, it's, it's, it, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's nice how that works. But, um, yeah, no, we've been really, really good since, and we've been really close, and um, I would not want to be on a mountain in the middle of nowhere with anybody else but with Bas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, absolutely, he's, he's great, he's my best friend, and now we work together, and it, in, all of that goes well, so that's that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm sure it's been a learning curve, though. You know, getting into video doesn't necessarily come naturally. There's a lot to learn in being the cameraman and being the model and 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 doing all that. That's a it has huge been actually. And I can see now how he has learned to make me feel confident in front of the camera. I mean, I could, it's you don't notice it, and then suddenly you think, wow, he's really doing a good job. You know, he's saying the right thing. Mm-hmm. to make sure I stay in the mood and and it's um yeah because if I go off then obviously it's it's you know having your husband in front of you you can easily fly off the handle or say oh I'm not going to do it anymore it doesn't work today mm-hmm. or and he knows how to work me <laughs> he knows how to get me back into that place of um again you know feeling good in myself and still and from that emptiness just doing what I do and what I like doing and teach yeah so it's 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 really wonderful to work with um, with my husband. I love that. I don't think I'd want to work with anybody else uh, behind the camera. Well, I think it's just wonderful that he built your studio for you. I think what a labor of love. Absolutely, absolutely a labor of love. It's so beautiful. I think you should come over and have a look. <laughs> I would love to <laughs> book my flight. Yeah, it's really it's it's amazing the atmosphere inside. I think. I think the studio has really helped my work. You know, it's not, I don't only teach yoga, I um, I do counseling. And uh, so I do a lot of private sessions with people and um, guide them to, well, to, to see what their patterns are and to free themselves from it or at least see that they're not necessary anymore. So, and to have, to do that in a surrounding like that is absolutely wonderful. People feel so safe and you can feel that the moment they come in, you can see something relaxing in them already and I don't do anything you know it's that it's that space that he made and um the fact that maybe it's natural and I don't know but it's it's a beautiful space yeah and I love it's I mean I now teach um in Bentry which is the the town nearby and I teach in a big hall and I teach you know sometimes up to 35 people there um but and it's great and I love the fact that I have a little, you know, a few more people in front of me than obviously in my own studio where I can only fit in ten. But then coming back to the studio, you know, that same relaxation is in me when I walk in there. So it's just, it's just special. It's just yeah. special. And a lot of people that come to that studio wouldn't, you know, haven't come there. They wouldn't go to to town even if they have to drive all the way from it to the studio just because of that extra dimension it gives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nurturing environment yeah. that it provides. Yeah, but you're going to leave it all behind. You're you're moving to Holland. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's got to be hard. Why why the change? Um, I started to miss my family. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the main yeah. thing. I um, you know, I 
I've had itchy feet all my life, and maybe it has something to do with the fact that I started in Nigeria and then moved when I was two and a half years and never really settled and traveled a lot and already knew that although I love Amsterdam, I couldn't live for the rest of my life in a busy city like that. And and then Boss wants to move to Ireland, and for me, it came at a perfect time. Both of our lives were, you know, pretty um, interesting at that time. It was, you know, a bit difficult for both of us, and um, it was a good time to leave, but it may also have been some sort of flight, maybe. You know, it was... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I needed to get a fresh start, and I got that, and I found my feet, and I um, and I, I'm very happy, but I'm also I've got my energy back and my health back and all that, and um, with that maybe also strength to face Holland again or wanting to face home again, and I've got two absolutely beautiful and gorgeous nephews at home. <laughs> that I really, really miss. And I've got two fantastic sisters, and my father is, you know, home, and he gets older. And yeah. every time I'm home and I say goodbye, I it, it becomes a little bit more difficult. And um, yeah. But at the same time, this place that I live is absolutely amazing. So it's difficult, but although it is amazing, it's also so um, isolated that I think I I needed that, but I don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, could, I can do with the triggers and the full living again, you know, just, yeah. yeah, getting back out there. It's time to go back. It's time to go back for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> then, then All right. Open. I'm yeah. going to, we're going to move into two minutes with Esther Eckhart. Okay. So two minutes. Questions, um, just answer with whatever comes to mind. Okay. All right. Um, your favorite holiday? Um, Christmas, because then we usually go to a very, very warm country if we can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from the cold. I think that's the, the current temperature talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, facial, manicure, or pedicure, which is your preferred? Facial. Definitely facial. Sweet or savory? Savory. Always have a craving for savory. I love, yeah, just cheese and just lovely, you know, crisps even and savory stuff, definitely. First thing in the morning, I... I get up and cuddle my cats. I come down and they literally both sort of look at me and go, and they want to cuddle Uh, Beatles or Rolling Stones? Beatles, absolutely. Yeah, just always liked the Beatles. I like Rolling Stones, but prefer the Beatles. Yeah. Do you believe in miracles? I do. Well, I believe in life, and I think life is a miracle. There you go. Yeah. One thing you regret not learning to do? Um, Playing the guitar, I think. I would love to play the guitar. Yeah, I think so. Now you have Playing all kinds of people sending you videos on YouTube how to play the guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm sure they will now. Yeah, no, I'd love to play the guitar. Yeah. Pasta or rice? Rice. Yeah. No, I love rice. I love um, 
I love um, vegetarian chili with rice. Very, very soothing. Absolutely rice. And an unknown talent, something that you don't broadcast very much, but that you're good at. Something that I'm good at that I don't broadcast very much. Um, I can be quite practical. I can be quite like Buzz sometimes, or even my um, stepfather used to ask uh, very practical, technical questions that I could could help with. Yeah, just just I don't know. I don't even know a very good example, but. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even on a on a sailing boat, like where would I put this or how would I do that? And I would have an idea of how to do that, and they would all be delighted. So it's uh, it's something that I'm not even sure I'm good at myself, but it it does come back. <laughs> all right, and last one. Yeah. If I wasn't a yogi, I'd be a. Um, I'd be. I'd be, what would I be if I wouldn't be a yogi? I can't imagine. Um, <laughs> That's how I feel about that question. It's like, I'm asking these people this question. Oh, I don't know the answer. Yeah. Um, you know, well, you don't have to be anything else. No, and I think, you know, I'm trying so hard to not hang, got, getting too hang up, hung up about what I am. You know, even the, the the whole idea of being a yogi or a therapist, that, that sort of is falling away so much more that it feels almost it really doesn't matter. It, w- it wouldn't matter to me what I would be. I'd be happy with anything if I could just be with the truth, with, with the reality, with the here and now, you know, just mm-hmm. because then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, you know, the, the, the yep. sort of the role you take is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so that's what I would like to say. I would like to say, then then I hope it wouldn't matter to me what I am. You'd just be. I would just be, yeah. Yeah, I go with that. <laughs> so what are the holidays going to look like in your house this year? Um, well, we're getting um, very good friends over. They arrive uh, the 21st and they stay with us till the 26th. And um, with them, we go over the mountain to my uncle. He lives on the other side of the mountain. And we do that when we're here with Christmas, when we are not in a warm country. We always spend Christmas with them. We have Christmas dinner, so everybody brings their favorite dish. And we share, and we have a wonderful night with, um, yeah, lots of good people and love and all that. And the 28th, myself and Buzz are actually going to a Vipassana retreat. So we're going to be silent for 10 days. We're going to meditate for 10 days, um, yeah, till the 8th of January. So we're taking that on this time, this year, instead of going away to a warm country. <laughs> we're going to go inside instead. Yeah, we're going inside instead, absolutely. Yeah, but then I still get to go away because after that I'm actually going to a three-week uh, retreat, yoga retreat in India with, uh, with Clive Sheridan. So I'm looking, yeah, very looking, much looking forward to that too. So I get my heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds like a wonderful way to spend a January, February. Yeah, absolutely. No, I can't wait. Yeah, it will be lovely. Yeah. So, so do you know what's going to happen with Yogatic in um, the next year? Well, we we are hoping actually we're we're um, we're getting a lot of requests for longer videos, mm-hmm. and although I've I've brought out two DVDs, it's um, 
you know, I, um, so we are filming longer videos, and I think we might go into the direction of a subscription site. And mm-hmm. um, whatever is there at the moment for free will stay, and I will always add to that because that's also yep. a part of me. I want to do that. It's not, um, yeah, that'll stay. But if people want more, I'll have to go into the subscription side of things because I, I can't, you know, it's too much. You can't do it on YouTube. Yep. No. Not the form for that. No, it's not the form for it. And also, time-wise, I, I, um, I can't, I can't keep doing it all for. For completely free, basically. Mm-hmm. But um, so whatever people have now will will absolutely stay. But I will add to it with a subscription site and longer videos. And um, yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, you know, I have the DVDs for people. They can they can buy from the website if they need that long longer classes. But that's the idea for Yogetic now. And I will hopefully start traveling a bit and giving a bit of um, yeah teaching yoga outside of um, Bentry. <laughs> Well, I look forward to that. That will be wonderful to be able to keep tabs on you and and see how things progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always going to be interesting to see. We then we never know, but we just have to wait and see. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for joining us today for for sharing us your your little mountainside retreat. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was yeah wonderful. Well, I I know I thoroughly enjoy your videos, and I watch them. I'm like, oh, that's a really good reminder. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so I always take mental notes, and uh, and I, sometimes I can hear you in my head as I teach my own class. <laughs> so I appreciate oh, you. what you do. Oh, thank you. That's lovely to hear. Yeah. Well, and that's just wonderful. You know, that makes me so grateful when I hear things like that, and when people really, and it really helps people or gives them something extra. That's just yeah. I'm very grateful for that. It's wonderful. And thank you for inviting me. Oh, pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> I always I as soon as I found out that we shared the same birthday, I was like, Oh, Esther, we have the same birthday. That's fun. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Donna. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. I'll have to uh, remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you all the best over the holiday season and into the new year. Thank you. You too. Um, and so take care of yourself and uh, and good luck with your move back to Holland thank you and I will let you know when that happens <laughs> and thank you for Great. interviewing me and spending your time with me Donna it's a pleasure All right. this has been Reflections 2010 with Esther Eckhart thank you for joining us on this series of 12 interviews throughout the month of December um We're interviewing leaders in the field of yoga and mindful living. Um, Elephant Journal has been so wonderful as to host us on their site. So please peruse Elephant Journal. There's lots of interesting dialogues and conversations going on there. If you're looking for more information on yoga in your life, in your school, visit our website, yogainmyschool.com. You can find us on Facebook, you can find us on YouTube, or you can find us on the Internet. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful day. Namaste.